0: going to be learning in Chidush Rabbeinu Chaim HaLevi, the first piece in Hilchos Yisurei Mizbeach. This is Perik Gimel, Halacha Yud. And Rab Chaim is going to analyze why you can't be maktish, you can't sanctify an animal which is a balmum, which is injured or has a disability. What's the fundamental problem in Halacha of sanctifying such an animal as a Karban? Der Rambam maray tamagdish tumtoman droginos vitrafe ve klay miyotzed dofen if someone is makdish they sanctify as a carbon an animal which cannot become a carbon so for example, it has no gender or it has signs of both genders. So such an animal can't be a carbon because a carbon animal has to have a clear gender. Or if it's a Trefa, it's mortally wounded so it wouldn't be kosher. Or if it's a product of two species of animals so it's also not permitted to be a carbon. Or if it was born through a C-section. Any of these animals can't be a carbon. So the Rambam rules, It's the equivalent as if someone sanctified sticks and stones there is no sanctity that takes hold of their body so this animal is totally mundane it has no sanctity whatsoever because it's not a proper carbon animal so what you do is you sell it and then you use the money to buy a different carbon and you can bring whatever carbon you want with that new animal and then the Rambam concludes with the fateful words the Kibal mum. They're not like a balmum, an animal which is deformed. Because a balmum is the same species as a regular animal. So The Rambam seems to make a clear differentiation between the animals that he listed in this halacha, which cannot become sanctified at all because they're invalid as a carbon, versus the case of a balmum, a disabled animal, where it could become hectish, the animal itself could become sanctified because all ultimately it's the same species as a healthy animal. So the raivet immediately asks on this and he says from the fact that the Rambam ruled that you have to sell this animal and use the money to buy a carbon, so it's clear that we're talking about where the person said hare elu la mizbeach, that I'm sanctifying this animal to the mizbeach, to the altar, so that's why if the animal itself can't be the carbon, then at least you have to sell it and use the money to buy a carbon. which is different than the other classic formulation, which is if the person said hare elu karban, this animal animal is itself the carbon. so then if the animal's not sanctified, you don't have to do anything because the person's not saying, I'm going to bring a carbon, they're saying this animal is a carbon. So if that animal can't be a carbon, then the person's totally exempt. So the case of the Rambam must be the other formulation where they committed themselves to bringing a carbon to the Mizbeach. Now they suggested this animal, but if this animal doesn't work, then they have to use the money to buy a different animal. Says the rivet in that case, this is the exact parallel halacha of a balmum, because the Mishnah in Temura says, Amar al-Behema temeya al balas mum, if someone said on a non-kosher animal or a disabled animal, Hare elu ola, these are going to be an ola, they're going to be a sacrifice. Lo Amar klum, so that's nothing because since they can't be the sacrifice, so then he's totally exempt. But if he says hare elu li ola, these animals are going to be for an ola, so he's committing himself to bring an ola, so then he has to sell them and use the money to buy a car button. So you see that the halakha of a balmum and the halacha of the cases that the Rambam quoted is exactly parallel. That if the person committed themselves to bring a carbon, in all of these cases, they have to sell the animal and use the money to buy a valid carbon animal. So the question the rabbit asks on the Rambam is why does he draw a distinction between the case of balmum and the cases that he quoted when there is no difference? Now, Reb Chaim adds that there's another question on the Rambam because there's an explicit Mishnah in Chulin Daf Kuflamir and Bechoros Daf Yudalid, that says that if someone sanctifies a Balmum, there's no sanctity on that animal. And the Rambam himself records that halacha. So this totally contradicts what the Rambam in our halacha writes, that these animals are different from a Balmum. The implication is that a Balmum does have sanctity, whereas it's clear in the Mishnah that the Rambam himself records that a Balmum animal cannot have sanctity. So Rab Chaim explains this based on a distinction in the halacha between a permanent mum If an animal is permanently disabled, then it can't become sanctified, versus a temporary mum, if it's only temporarily disabled, then the person could sanctify it, because at some point the disability is going to go away, and this animal is going to be appropriate as a carbon, so even right now he could sanctify it. So it must be that when the Rambam says in our halacha that a Balmum could be sanctified, it's referring to a temporary mum. So then it doesn't contradict the Mishnah, which is talking about a permanent mum and that type of animal cannot be sanctified. But says Rab Chaim, why should the Rambam reference in our halacha the case of a temporary mum? The animals that the Rambam's ruling about in this halacha are things with a permanent condition. They have no gender or they have a mortal wound or they're born from two species. So in those cases, it's never going to go away. So why does the Rambam suddenly compare it to the case of a Balmum, which is temporary and going to go away? So, Rab Chaim points out that in fact, this formulation of the Rambam comparing these cases to a balmum animal comes straight from the Gemara in Timura, Dafyud Zaynum Aleph, where the Gemara is explaining why these categories of animals, the Tumtum Trefa Klayim, they won't make a Timura. So, if someone says about another animal that it's going to be the substitute for this animal, so let's say before it became a Trefa, it was mortally wounded, it was already 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 sanctified and then it got wounded and he substitutes another animal for it, it's not going to work. But in the case of a Balmum, if it was already sanctified and then became a Balmum and then he substitutes another animal, so that is going to transfer the sanctity to the new animal also. So the Gemara explains the distinction exactly like the Rambam said it. Because since ultimately the Balmum is a regular animal, so therefore it can create a Temura, as opposed to these other cases, which are never able to be sanctified, so they can't create a Temura. So the Rambam's distinction is coming straight from the Gemara. So maybe the Rambam's not saying anything so problematic, but Rab Chaim points out that it's totally unnecessary what the Rambam is saying here. Because the Gemara applies this distinction in order to explain its halacha, that it's discussing there, why these other cases can't create a Substitute Sanctity on another animal Whereas the Balmum could But the Rambam is discussing a different halacha Whether you could sanctify The original animal Not the substitute animal But whether the original animal is able to be sanctified And there the Balmum is exactly Parallel to these other cases None of them are able to be sanctified So why does the Rambam invoke This distinction in a halacha Where there is no difference between the Balmum And the other animals All of them are unable to be sanctified certified. So in order to answer the language of the Rambam, Rab Chaim wants to understand what is the nature of this halacha that a Balmum animal can't be sanctified? And he says that there's two options. One is that since it's not fit, it cannot be brought as a carbon on the Mizbeach, so therefore it also can't be sanctified. Sanctity can only take hold of an animal which would potentially be fitting for the Mizbeach, but a Balmum doesn't fall into that category. And option number two says, is because the halacha is that any animal which was sanctified, which then developed a mum, so now it's disabled can now be redeemed so on some level it loses its sanctity and the owner is able to redeem it So says Rab Chaim, if so, it means that if someone sanctifies a Balmum animal, it's immediately eligible to be redeemed, and that's what prevents the Kedushas HaGuf, the sanctity, from taking hold of its body, because the essence of sanctity is that it can't be redeemed. As Rab Chaim writes, When the person sanctified the Balmum animal, it was something which could have been redeemed. So that can't be called. Kedushas Haguf, the sanctity of the body itself. The isod kedushas Haguf have a davish ain pedia because the essence of kedushas Haguf is that it can't be redeemed. V'hacha kiven lo pedia lo mikri kedushas Haguf. Since this animal could be redeemed, so it's not called kedushas Haguf. So what prevents this balmum animal from being sanctified is the fact that the owner is able to redeem it. So says Rab Chaim, there's a proof to this second approach, the second understanding of the halacha, from the very Mishnah that we referenced before, which makes the whole distinction between a permanent mum and a temporary mum. The Mishnah said that the owner can't sanctify an animal which has a permanent mum, but if the animal has a temporary mum, then he is able to sanctify it and it will become sanctified. Now, says Rab Chaim, the Gemara in Tumura says that a temporary mulm is not able to be a carbon. So even though eventually it will be able to be a carbon, but right now it's invalid from being a carbon. So if the problem with the mum is that it's invalid from being a carbon, so then there should be no distinction between a permanent or a temporary mum. In either case, even temporary, if the owner sanctifies it, it shouldn't work because this animal is right now invalid as a carbon. And Rab Chaim says that if someone's going to argue that since the animal will eventually be appropriate as a carbon, so the sanctity could take effect now based on the fact that eventually this animal is going to be fit for a carbon. So Rabchaim counters that it doesn't make a difference because since right now this animal is not fit for a carbon so it can't become sanctified regardless of what's going to change in the future. And if someone's going to counter that the animal doesn't become sanctified right now, but the Mishnah means that it becomes sanctified as soon as it recovers from its disability. So the owner sanctified it when it had a temporary disability. So it didn't take effect at that point because it wasn't fit for the carbon. But as soon as it recovers, the sanctity takes effect right then. Says Rab Chaim, that's called a davr shalob olam. That's something which is not yet in the world. And the halacha is that you can't sanctify something for the future based on something which is going to change. Sanctity has to be able to take effect right now. So this temporary balmum animal should not be able to be sanctified. Says Rab Chaim, it must be like the other option. That the issue is not that the animal is not fit for a carbon, but that since this balmum animal could be redeemed, so that prevents the Kedushas HaGuf from taking effect Because the essence of Kedushas HaGuf Is that the animal can't be redeemed So this means that fundamentally The balmum Mum animal could be sanctified The only thing blocking the sanctity Is the fact that this animal could be redeemed So now this makes a huge difference For the case of the temporary balmum Mum Because that animal cannot be redeemed Since it's only temporary And he's going to recover from the disability So the owner is not able to redeem him, and therefore the kedushas HaGuf will take effect even right now. So if the whole issue of the Balmum hinged on whether it's fit to be a Karban, so then there shouldn't be a distinction between a temporary or a permanent Balmum. But since, as Rab Chaim's shown, the issue is not whether it's fit for a Karban. The issue is whether it could be redeemed. So there, there's a huge distinction between a temporary Balmum and a permanent one. The permanent Balmum can be redeemed, but the temporary one, since it's going to recover, cannot be redeemed, and therefore the Kedushas Haguf does take effect. So now Rab Chaim's found a very important distinction between the temporary and the permanent Balmum, even though at this moment both of them are ineligible as a carbon, but with regards to the redemption, there's a major distinction. The temporary Balmum cannot be redeemed the way the permanent one can. Now, based on this, Rab Chaim says that we can also explain the language of the Rambam later in this halacha. The Rambam says that if someone sanctifies an animal which had relations with a person, so that animal is not eligible as a carbon, so it will not be sanctified. over. It's like he sanctified a temporary Balmum. So they should graze until they get permanently disabled and then they can redeem them. So Basically, the Rambam says that this animal, which had relations, so it's prohibited to the Mizbeach, is like a mum-over, a temporary mum. There is sanctity on the animal, and the solution to the problem is to transform it from a temporary mum to a permanent mum, and then it can be redeemed. So, Rab Chaim asks, why is he comparing this animal to the case of a temporary mum? This animal's status is never going to change. Once it had relations with a person, it's invalid for the mizbayah forever. So it should be more similar to the case of a permanent mum. Why is the rambam comparing it to a temporary mum? Says Rab Chaim again because the hinge point is not whether this animal is valid as a carbon. If that were the case, there would be no distinction between the temporary or permanent Balmum as the Gemara in Temura says that both of them are invalid as a carbon. So rather the issue the Rambam's focusing on is whether this animal can be redeemed and there, there is a major distinction that the permanent Balmum could be redeemed whereas the temporary Balmum cannot be redeemed. So that's exactly what the Rambam is trying to bring out that the case of the rovea and the nirva the animal which had relations is similar to the temporary balmum because neither of them can be redeemed The only animal which can be redeemed is a permanent Balmum. So since they can't be redeemed, that's why there is sanctity. And the solution is to try to create a permanent Mum in order for him to be able to redeem it. So what the Rambam is trying to bring out through this comparison is that the problem in this case follows from the fact that it's similar to a temporary Balmum and it can't be redeemed. Any animal which can be redeemed loses its sanctity. But the animals which are not able able to be redeemed are still sanctified. That's the whole point that the Rambam is stressing. So now returning to the Rambam we began with, this is going to pose a big problem because in these cases, the animal cannot be redeemed, but it's also not sanctified with Kedushas HaGuf. So this violates the general principle, which we developed from the case of Balmum that anything which cannot be sanctified should have Kedushas HaGuf. So that's exactly the question that the Rambam is addressing. At the end, he says that even though these cases of the climb and the Trefa, the ones that he mentioned, Cannot be redeemed They still don't have Kedushas Haguf So then the Rambam asks the implicit Question from Balmum Why do we make a big distinction In the case of Balmum between Whether or not it can be redeemed So the Rambam answers that Balmum is different because ultimately It's the same species as any Regular animal which is going to become A carbon. it's just disabled But since it's part of the general Species which would become a carbon, So that's why if it's Not able to be redeemed Then it does have Kdusha Saggoth So that explains why there's a distinction Within Balmum between the permanent Versus the temporary based on whether It can be redeemed but says the Rambam That principle is not going to be Applicable to these other cases Because they are never part Of any species there's no animals That are like them that do become Carbons so they're much more Excluded from the whole world Of sanctity so that's why even if They can't be redeemed still they don't have Kedusha Saguf. So basically, according to Rab Chaim, this concluding point about the Balmum is not a halachic point. The Rambam's not telling us anything practical, but he's answering an implicit question why these animals function differently from Balmum, that even though they can't be redeemed, they have to be sold and the money has to be used for another carbon. still they don't have Kedusha Sagguf. And the answer is because they're never included in the world of karbanot because other animals like them cannot become a carbon. As opposed to the Balmum So the Rambam is dealing with a theoretical question And then he answers it Using the same principle that the Gemara and Temura used To account for why substitution would apply to a Balmum So this answers the three questions that Rab Chaim began with It answers the Raivid's question on the Rambam Why does he contrast these cases with the case of the Balmum When the Balmum has a similar halacha The answer is that the Rambam is not contrasting them That there's a practical halachic Distinction. Rather, the Rambam is trying to answer a theoretical question that could come up from the case of Balmum. It answers Rab Chaim's question, why does the Rambam imply that a Balmum has sanctity when the Mishnah says clearly that it does not? The answer is that the Mishnah is talking about a permanent Balmum. The Rambam is talking about a temporary Balmum, which does have sanctity. The follow-up question to that is, why does the Rambam invoke a temporary Balmum at all in this case when he's dealing with permanent statuses? So now the answer is that just like these cases cannot be redeemed also the case of the temporary Balmum cannot be redeemed. And the third question was why does the Rambam invoke a distinction that the Gemara makes in the case of Temura a substitute why does the Rambam quote it in this case where he's talking about the original so the answer is that the Rambam is extending that discussion in the Gemara also to explain why there's a distinction between these cases and Balmum. So this is another example of what Rab Chaim not infrequently does in the Rambam, which is he says that the Rambam is adding to the Gemara's discussion. Rambam felt that there was some question still lingering at the end, so he answered it in his halachic formulation. So this is another example of that. So this is Rav Chaim's first approach to explain the Rambam. Now in the last paragraph, he suggests a second approach to explain the Rambam. And this is based on a very sharp distinction between the case of the Balmum versus these other cases. Rav Chaim explains that even though practically all of these animals do not become sanctified, but the actual issue is different between the Balmum versus the other ones. The Balmum has a limitation that it cannot become sanctified. That's the halachic status that an animal animal which is a Balmum does not get sanctity. The other animals the limitation is not that they can't become sanctified. Theoretically they could get sanctity but the issue is that they're ineligible to be a carbon, and the fact that they're ineligible to be a carbon also prevents the sanctity from taking effect. So even though practically all these animals can't become sanctified but the key issue is different. The Balmum can't become sanctified whereas the other animals can't become a carbon and they Therefore, they can't become sanctified. And that's exactly the distinction that the Gemara in Timura, Dafyad Zayn Aleph makes, which we've referenced a few times. The reason a Balmum can create a substitute, whereas these other animals cannot create a substitute animal, which is sanctified, is based on this distinction. So let's say an animal was already sanctified when it was healthy, and then it became a Balmum, and then he created a substitute animal to also be sanctified. So that does work. As a Opposed to if an animal was already sanctified and then it became mortally wounded so now it's a trefa and then he creates another substitute animal so that will not work and the substitution will not have sanctity and the difference is because of this idea that the balmum animal is missing the ability to become sanctified so in this case where it's already sanctified even though now it developed a mum that's not going to remove the sanctity and he could still create a Substitute animal which will be sanctified. Just like any kudshim, a sanctified animal which is no longer able to be used as a carbon, but you could create a substitute, a temura, and the sanctity will go to the new animal. So, in the same way, since this balmum animal already had sanctity, so it can create a substitute. If it was originally a balmum animal, so then the halacha would say that it can't become sanctified. But this thought experiment is a case where it already was sanctified and and then became a Balmum, so we see that the sanctity can transfer. As opposed to the Trefa animal, even though it was already sanctified, but now that it became a Trefa, it's totally invalid as a carbon, so that removes the sanctity even retroactively. It doesn't matter anymore the fact that it was originally sanctified, because since the issue is not that this animal can't become sanctified, but rather that it's invalid as a carbon, so this animal, even though originally was Sanctified, but now that it's a trefa, it's invalid as a carbon, so it loses its sanctity, and that's why it can't create a substitute. So now, Rab Chaim's proved another distinction between the balmum and these other cases that the balmum is lacking in sanctity, whereas these other cases cannot have sanctity because they cannot be a carbon. So now, says Rab Chaim, even if we accept the first approach that he developed earlier, that the reason a balmum can't become sanctified is because it's invalid as a carbon, not let like Like the previous idea that he just developed, that it depends on whether the animal can be redeemed. Even if we accept the other approach, that it depends on whether or not this animal is valid as a carbon, so then we would say the reason why a permanent balmum can't be sanctified is because it's invalid as a carbon, and the distinction with a temporary balmum is as Rab Chaim suggested and dismissed before, because since this animal is eventually going to be fit to be a carbon, so it could be sanctified even now. So even if we accept that whole original approach, still we could explain what the Rambam is saying here. Because again, the Rambam is dealing with an implicit question, which is why shouldn't these animals that he listed, the climb and the Trefa, that category, why shouldn't they have Kedusha? Because there's a special halacha which is limited only to a Balmum that a Balmum animal cannot be sanctified. But that's limited to Balmum from the fact that we see that rovea of nirva, an animal that had relations, does have sanctity. So you see that it's not true that every animal which can't be sacrificed has no sanctity. A Balmum is unique that the Torah said it has no sanctity. So if that's the case, now the Rambam wants to know why do these other animals that he's discussing also not have sanctity because they're not a Balmum. So the answer, the Rambam says, is because no species of these animals could ever become a carbon. So that's why they're so removed from the world of the carbon that they cannot get sanctity, as opposed to the Balmum, which is included in the species which becomes carbonos So there, the Torah had to say that it gets no sanctity, because even though this specific animal is invalid as a carbon because it's disabled, but theoretically, it should be able to get sanctity. So the Torah had to say that the Balmum can't get sanctity. But when it comes to the trefa and the climb and that list, so they're totally removed from any species which becomes a carbon, so that removes them from getting any sanctity too. The fact that they're so ineligible to be a carbon makes it that they also have no sanctity. So again, the Rambam is addressing a theoretical issue. He's not telling us any halachic distinction between a balmum versus these cases because they do function the same. But rather, the Rambam is addressing a potential problem, which is why should it be that these animals have no Kedusha when they're not a Balmum? And the answer is because they have something which is worse than the Balmum that their species is totally invalid for a carbon. So even though there's a special Halacha which excludes Balmum from Kedusha which doesn't apply to these animals but they have a separate issue that they're so removed from being valid to be a carbon that they don't have Kedusha. Now according to this approach, you don't have to say that the Rambam is specific Referring to a temporary balmum. In fact, the Rambam is actually talking about a permanent balmum, not a temporary balmum, because his whole question is that the permanent balmum doesn't have Kedusha, but that shouldn't apply to these other cases. They should have Kedusha. So the question is specifically from the case of the permanent balmum, especially when the Rovea of Nirva do have Kedusha. And the answer to that is again the distinction that the Gemara and Temura made that the Balmum is included in the species which could become a carbon theoretically. So again, the second approach is going to answer the three questions Rab Chaim began with. It answers the Rivid's question because the Rambam is not making a practical distinction between Balmum in these cases. He's just answering a theoretical question. It answers Rab Chaim's question from the Mishnah because again, the Rambam is not saying practically that a Balmum does become sanctified. He's agreeing that of course the Balmum can't become sanctified but he's addressing the problem of why these animals can't become sanctified and it answers the third question of Rab Chaim because this distinction is needed in this halacha again in order to answer a question which the Rambam felt was lingering at the end of all the Gemara's discussions there's still an issue of why don't these animals get Kedusha and the answer to that the Rambam said is to apply the Gemara's distinction that it makes in the case of substitute Institution also to this case. But they're the exact same distinction. The Rambam's just applying it to another facet of the Halakha, but it's the same distinction that the Gemara made between these two cases. So the second approach of Rab Chaim also takes care of all the questions, and again, it assumes that the Rambam is inserting one more step into the discussion of the Gemara, but that the last line is theoretical and not practical. So according to the second approach, there's going to be three categories in Halakha. There's the case Cases of the tumtum and androginos climb Trefa yotze Dolphin, that list of animals which do not get kedusha and the reason they don't get kedusha is because there's no species of theirs which becomes a carbon so since they're so invalid from being a carbon they also can't get kedusha then there's the case of bal mum which is not totally removed from being a carbon because it's part of the species which does become a carbon so theoretically this animal could be a carbon it's just disabled so. So, there the Torah formulated a special halacha that there's no kiddushah on the permanent balmum. And then the third category is Rovea Venirva, where they are part of the species that becomes a carbon. So, therefore, even though this animal is ineligible to be a carbon, but it still does have kiddushah. So, those are the three categories according to the second approach. While according to the first approach, there's also three categories, but they're a bit differently formulated. There's animals which can be redeemed, which which means a permanent Balmum, so therefore there's no Kedusha, then there's animals which cannot be redeemed, like a temporary Balmum or Rovea Benirva, so therefore there is Kedusha, and then there's animals which cannot be redeemed, but also none of the animals of their species could become a carbon. that's the list of the Tuntum and Androginus and all those animals, so therefore they also have no Kedusha, even though they can't be redeemed, because their species is excluded from the whole world of Karbanot. So this is Rab Chaim's approach to explain this line in the Rambam. And his general answer is that the Rambam is not telling us a practical halacha, which would be problematic as the Ravid asked, but rather the Rambam is addressing a theoretical question, which is why do these animals that he listed not have kedusha? And the Rambam gives a conceptual answer. And Rabhaim Chaim has two different approaches to explain what that question and answer are. Either the halacha that a balmum mum cannot become sanctified is based on the fact that it could be redeemed or the second approach is that a Balmum cannot become sanctified because it's invalid as a carbon, and that's how the Torah formulated the specific rule of a Balmum that it doesn't even get Kedusha as opposed to other cases like Rovea Vinirva where it's invalid from being a carbon, but it could still get Kedusha. So the conceptual idea in this piece is what limits a Balmum animal from becoming sanctified. And I'll end with just two brief reactions to this piece. Rab Isser Zalman Meltzer, who was an early Talmud of Rabbi Chaim in Valazhin, so in his commentary, Eben Hazal on the Rambam here, so he questions the whole methodology of Rabbi Chaim, and he finds it difficult to say that this line in the Rambam has no practical halachic meaning. It's not teaching us anything practical. It's just addressing an implicit conceptual issue that the Rambam is resolving. So he finds that to be a difficult approach. He thinks that there has to be some practical ramification from this line in the Rambam, which obviously goes against the whole approach that Rab is using to answer the questions on the Rambam. So it would be interesting to know if this was a broader debate between Rab Chaim and Rab Iser Zalman that Rab Iser Zalman questioned the whole idea that the Rambam has conceptual questions and answers written into the formulation of his halal. Which is a very central idea to Rab Chaim, or if it's just in this piece that he had this question. Also another student of Rab Chaim, Rab Elchanan Wasserman in his Kove Ta'aros, Simin Nun Dalid Os Dalid. So he quotes this idea of Rab Chaim. He didn't have it written in the Sefer, but he had heard it orally from Rab Chaim himself. And he quotes the first approach of Rab Chaim, but he quotes it very succinctly without any of the context and discussion that we have printed in the Sefer. So the way he seems to put it is that Rab Chaim's trying to balance two contradictory halachas. Why is it that a Baal could make a Temura, that seems to imply that the Balmum must have some kedusha which is getting transferred to the Temura. On the other hand, we know that a Balmum loses his Kedushah. So the answer, Ab said, is that a Balmum doesn't actually lose their kedusha, but the fact that it could be redeemed blocks the Kedushah from taking effect. But the kedusha still lingers there, so if there's a moment when the Balmum can't be redeemed, for whatever reason, so then that Kedusha would return. So that's why in the case where the animal was already sanctified and then became a Balmum, he's able to make a Temura, he could substitute and transfer that Kedusha because there is an inherent Kedusha over there. So Rab Chaim's trying to balance what the Kedusha of a Balmum is because on the one hand, the halacha seems to say there's no Kedusha. On the other hand, there does seem to be Kedusha and that's his resolution, that there's a lingering Kedusha which is blocked by the fact that it could be redeemed but it's never removed. Rab Chaim there doesn't invoke the idea of the temporary Balmum, but in our piece we see how he's developing that idea based on the distinction between a permanent Balmum versus a temporary Balmum. So it's interesting to see how Rab Elchanan quotes a kernel of this idea that either he heard from Rab Chaim in a different context or he heard an earlier version which Rab Chaim maybe added to or developed later, or maybe this was one stage in Rab Chaim's thinking through the ideas that eventually became this peace.